Blog Talk Radio. Singer, songwriter, musician, book author, intellectual, and podcaster. Here is the night. Hi, this is Dove Knight, and it's about criticism again of my songwriting, singing, and in person. As you to, as I told you, you should know, we all should know that you know sticks and stones will break our bones, but words can hurt us. You know, they can. But the truth really is, when someone puts down other people, call them that negatively, it's usually because something wrong with them on a daily basis. And I get that. I've been called all kinds of names. I was made fun of. I was walking in the streets. Um, you know, and made fun of. But I'll get to that in a minute. First of all, I came to L.A. because I was a singer-songwriter. And today, you know, I practice. I, you know, I practice. You know, I make a lot of songs all, all these years. And, you know, I started to do it periodically because my inspiration, and also I had other things to do, but my inspiration gets, I can actually get inspired a lot because what I became good at is spontaneity. Go to my keyboard, I just mean don't be thinking about anything, and then a song just come out. Or I could be just, it happens when I was young too. I was just sitting there and I'm not feeling good or I'm feeling great. And then I see a person or a memory or something. And then I get, uh, you know, I have an aha moment or, you know, or some kind of, you know, reaction, emotional reaction. And then the idea came in my head, oh, that could be a song. I could write about it. So, or when I'm on the keyboard, then the whole melody come out. But to do it for a long time, to come out here for that dream and not to see it happen for a very long time, it was very painful. Because, you know, I I did go to the record companies. I did. It wasn't like, I'm not one of those people who have a dream and you know, give up on it or don't go to the, the source. I I try to go to that source. One thing I had trouble with uh, was criticism um, because, you know, criticism of my music was like criticism of me because I had trouble with criticism as a person. But you know, because I wrote something, you know, like I wrote the song Trauma. You know, the Trauma song. You know, I wrote that. Uh, I played it in a previous podcast. Um, you know, it, it was just something that I was inspired by.
know, I was a hard rocker. I was so different. You know, I was like punk rock, hard rock. I was writing songs in that way. And I put so much effort into it. Money, you know, the time. And then write a song overcoming and being positive, you know. It was it was a hard rock song, but struggle. So I written those songs. It just came out of me. It's what I was at. So I took that, those demos, to a rock label. And a rock label, you know, I was butchered. Criticism, they rejected me. And it was painful, fragile, being a fledging artist. Um, But then I also, over time, you know, uh, learned to endure and to persist because it was part of the business. But the criticism was, you know, I took it personally, you know. You know, I was like reading an article in American Songwriter about the criticism as an artist and how, you know, many, many songwriters, uh, I've heard so many songwriters or singers you know, I'm a singer too. I'm an artist. Um, can take all the can can deal with all that criticism. They, you know, fragile. You know, you know, some it's part. It comes from the heart to write something like that, and to have it be dismissed or rejected. I've heard people who got in the business made a lot of money. They ended up killing themselves because they couldn't deal with the criticism. Um, and at that time, I couldn't deal with it either. I felt like my life was over too, but I'm glad at the end of the day, it took me several hours because I was laying on the floor, laying on the ground, um, pick myself up. You know, I had to feel better. I felt better that night. So I was like, yeah, I had to pick myself up. I could write another one. Yeah, constructive criticism, yes. It's my first entry, well, one of my first entries, songwriting. Then I like, write a song, you know, come from the heart. It has to be really real. Because one of the most important things is I have to make sure most of my songs are about love, because that's what it's about. Love is the highest form of love, self-love. Because self-love is something I didn't understand at the time. Um, and that would carry me through self-love. It really, self-love would carry me through. So my my singing is good. My music is good. So, you know, I practice. And if I had an off day or a good day, you know, I sounded good on one song and sounded bad on another, I'm still a good singer. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I'm going to get the criticism anyway. They're going to critique my songs. They're not good enough or whatever. And, you know. It can hurt, but I also realize the wisdom is 
when I took at that criticism, I had to look at it for what it is. It don't determine my destiny. So if they putting me down, then I'm like, okay, yeah, the negative, it's not me, it's you. So I had to realize it's not me because since I'm a good person or a talented person, something wrong with them. Constructive criticism is like someone want to help me get better. So I'm right. I was like, that's a, you know, that I accept that. I can keep an open mind. I think I have a gift at that singing, songwriting, but, you know, there's so many ambitious artists out here. But it's, it's painful, you know, the fragility, especially with the struggle. Because I do know, like me, there's millions of struggling artists who haven't gotten um, validation or recognition, and I pretty much haven't. I've simply been ignored. Perhaps it was my bad guys or my twist. But I am okay. But at that time, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of self-esteem. I had so many self-esteem issues. But self-esteem was in the arts. That's what led me to be an artist. Being an artist was so hard. It really is very tough to be an artist. Starving artist, yes. Coming out to Hollywood, you know, I didn't get that luck at that time, which I hoped. Um, But then I realized that you know, the criticism is, you know, is not what's going to stop me. It's myself. So if I hear a put down, oh, I, I suck at singing, or uh, my song sucks, I can't write, you know, all those things. As I said before in previous podcasts, I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words cannot bring me down. Because these people don't probably, you know, they're not aware. They don't write. They don't know what it's like to be a singer, songwriter, or write their own records. And if they are, or if they're expert at in the business, they're probably jealous or got something wrong with them, alcoholic or something. So I look at it that way too. It's not me. It's them. Projection of negativity is is really that person got low self-esteem and they're trying to bring me down, do that. It's really when someone puts someone down, call them names consistently, just put them down. You know, they put me down all the time. Call me every freaking name in the book that's negative. It's them. they the ones who got very low self-esteem. Because if they uh, didn't have low self-esteem, they wouldn't pay any attention to me. The ones who got high self-esteem, who feel good about themselves, don't do not do those things. They don't have time for that. People got low self-esteem, have nothing better to do but to put down people. And that's how I leave it there. You know, when you joke around, we all joke around, have fun, you know, uh, sense of humor. And a sense of humor is a way for me to feel good and have fun, keep things lively, but not to put down people. So when they put down my music or me, I had I had to learn to, to just let it go. It's painful. It was really painful that record company didn't let me in. It was painful that that manager didn't, didn't pick me as a client. It was painful that nobody wants to listen to it. It was painful that my song seemingly was a flop. But I still talented. I could still do it. And because I think, you know, rejections are part of the business. But 
the fragility of being an artist is so severe. You know, it's, I, I'm just like those artists, you know, I see them. Tortured geniuses are everywhere are connected to to making their music. I can't, go, you know, escape by going to a drink or do drugs because that's going to make it worse. I want to face it head on so I can be stronger. It's not me. So for me to be stronger and to go to get that dream or to make things positive, I had to continue to make music. That's the only way. But I also know that when someone say, you know, oh, my music, they look at me as some stepping stone to to to, to fame and fortune. They got a record deal with Sony or Def Jam. They they took my struggle song, my love song, or whatever. That's negative too. That's cruel. Um, but that happens a lot. I guess because I have a, a gift and someone wants to undermine it and take it. So what I need to do is always remind myself that I that I have a gift, even if nobody believes me, and to get to do persist, and that's the only way to do it. But I take some time in dealing with the, to the inspiration. That's fine too, but not to give up on that dream. You know, the, you know, and. It's hard. It's very easy to give up. It's very easy to to give up because um, going for the Hollywood dream is like um, it's like finding a needle in the haystack. It is so time consuming. Uh, it can take years. Usually, it does. If someone's going to make it, it could take a very long time or they had to jump off the cliff before, you know, several times before they get it. But regardless of what happens, I, you know, I had to believe in myself and continue to do it because it gets stronger. But, you know, I remind, I get reminded by that all the time. You know, ask at BMI, you know, and say, well, you know, I'm an artist, but, yeah, you want to be a success, you're going to have to deal with all those rejections. going to get you to get myself out there and protect my music and not give up. For It doesn't matter what age or what I look like. It doesn't matter what anybody's opinion is to get to that dream. The countless rejections can hurt. It happens to songwriters. You know, it's like the countless rejections. I experienced so many rejections. Uh, rejections happen so much that um, it's frustrating. And you know what? You know, some people give up because they can't deal with all that. It's understandable because the body, the mind can only take so much if you, if you, if you, if they get to that. But really, if I really want to be an artist and be successful, I just can't give up. And just deal with those rejections. As again, as I said before, you know, I have, you know, I have to give, I can't give up. But I, you know, it's really hard. It's a very hard life. I'm going to say, if anyone wants to go for their Hollywood dream, I would say go for it and never give up. 
because the way to get to make it is to not give up, it, you know, the countless rejections or the hardships. Now, there are people who are so lucky, you know, they get it in a year, they get it in two years. They're so young, happy. Well, good for them. The songwriters, but usually it takes some time. Um, for me, you know, I got rejected even for my love songs. You know, I got rejected for, you know, that's why I fell in love with you. Uh, that was uh, Struggle. The, and then here's that as well. You know, again, it's a work of art. It's part of my. It's, it's like it belongs to me. It's like like it's like having a child. All the songs that I make, those demos. You know, it's like part come from my heart to write that. I put all my money into it. I pay it out of my pocket. Um, and I work very hard at trying to to write. But when I hear somebody say my singing was terrible. You know, the thing about it is to be in that business or to go to make that dream come true is part of the program, unfortunately. But the thing is, is to for me or any artist to ignore it, even the big, the you know, the critics or they, you know, they love to tear down people, get to the, to the top. But as a struggling artist or fledging artist, you know, getting to the indie label was great. I get those put downs. Oh, they only recognize my songwriting. And, you know, it's hurtful. It's really hurtful. I've seen artists, uh, again, big artists who work with big people who killed themselves, destroyed themselves because they couldn't deal with the criticism. They didn't get their dream or it was just painful. You know, um, it's part of the process. Uh, unfortunately, you know, and um, you know, I guess if, if it gets too painful, like it has to me, you know, you could take a break or something. But don't, you know, for me, I know I ain't gonna give up. I'm gonna go back and write a song because the next thing I know, since I've been doing it so long, I, I may get even inspired by the negativity 
and write about it like I did with some of my music. You know, you heard trauma, um, you heard struggle. I was inspired by the struggles, you know, being on the street, the homelessness, which is so painful. And then I was inspired, um, you know, it was really painful. It really was when somebody prejudged me to be something I wasn't. Unique being unique. prejudge me because of the way I look. It's painful, you know. I heard it, but I'm not going to take it personally. Being a human being, I'm a human being. I have to just pick myself up, you know, because I wrote the song Unique because it was a real-life experience where I felt I was prejudged for who, what I look like and not my, my talent at a, at a, at a, at a, bringing a demo to uh uh, a, a record uh, company. That was a while back. So I talked about that before, and it was painful that I they didn't take me through. I also written that song because there was somebody, I was in a jam band, and somebody said I shouldn't be the lead singer because of the way I look. They thought I was too fat and big to be the singer. They wanted this beautiful person to be the lead singer. And I'm like, you know, this is not 1985. This is not Glam Rock or MTV or Millie Vanilli or Pop Rock where they went by look. I mean, those days are over. But that's also the other thing is music is about talent. It's not about you got to know how to sing or write or play. It's not about how you look. But I know people are attracted to beautiful people. By the song music, you know, unfortunately, it is true. But, that, you know, the credibility is the talent. Shouldn't that count way more important than what I look like? Then again, if even if I have a talent, they still gonna criticize me about something because they don't want you know the you know the haters don't want to see me succeed. So being an artist is very hard. But the criticism of my music, I have to take it like this: if they are not in the industry, they are not an expert at music. They just have their own opinion. They don't write. They don't play. And usually they don't. I don't listen to it. I have to just laugh and move on. If they are in the industry, if they are an artist, or even in the business, it's just one opinion. It doesn't mean that somebody, another person in the business will think that way. I have to let that go, too, especially if it's negative. Because negativity, yes, negativity is uh a number one thing to say, forget it. I can't listen to it. I had to realize my my, my dream could country. I and there is somebody who who out there who who will like my music in the in the higher ups in the business to give me that chance. I just haven't found that right person. I don't know if I ever will, but that's the goal to find the right place at the right time. But there's somebody who will give me that chance to use my music or or to give me that 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 uh that break. And, I, and, and, you know, that's true for every artist. 
he just had to find the right person to do it. And unfortunately, it could take a long time. It's hard to get to. But I believe in myself that it can happen, even after all these years. And I grew in my songwriting because I, uh, I changed over time and I started writing songs pop because I love pop music. I sure do. Uh, I love pop music and, you know, I just wrote about areas of love. Listen to that on Deezer Spotify. Please listen to it. Deezer Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can listen to that everywhere. Apple. And this is the you know if if this podcast you know I have my own unique style, which which I say that because that's what people say about me. If if it's uneven, I'm sorry. I'm as an artist, I express myself. That's the beauty of being an artist. We have our own unique style. But, again, last thing with criticism of singer-songwriting, it's just the eye of the beholder. It's all kinds of of, um, opinions which I learned in the business. And some are going to be good and some are going to be bad, so I have to look for the good ones. So all it takes is one person to get me to the next level. And, you know, and also with the, the fans, sometimes the record companies are not, Right, either you know you could write you make a good song and they think oh the song is terrible it can never but you never don't underestimate the public because the truth of the matter is I also realized over time that really your PR getting the song out to me, as many people as possible is the key for it to be success and I'm trying I don't have as you know my PR is building but I don't think my song was exposed to as many people. But it's exposed enough, and I think that people would like it. There would be a percentage that would. But, again, it's about opinion. And rejections, the countless rejections happens a lot. It happened to me. So I know that the key is to keep doing it. And so should you if you want to make your dreams come true. As a person... Um, criticism can be painful. I've been criticized so much about who I was, who I am. I called names. I mean, the memories of going on a bus looking normal and everybody laughing at me for what I wore. And I did look very normal in my paper. But for them, they thought my shoelaces were too weird. That was very, very bizarre. I was like, Gosh, are these people that uh, ignorant and cruel? Because that's when I came to L.A. I was told L.A., you know, I was, I was seen as a very way out person. 
And because of people's ignorance, I was seen as sick. And I was really sick. I was just trying to find my way. I had my style. And, and people, somebody told me, go to L.A. That's where, you know, they embrace difference. Los Angeles was seen as the place of weirdness. It's Hollywood. Because I, I didn't fit in even at a young age. So goodbye to what's in New York. So I was in um, uh, Hollywood, and I wanted to be a star. But I also realized, even coming to here, I didn't feel as validated as I wanted to. In fact, I felt just I felt at first rejected. But then I realized I had to love thyself. It's important to love thyself. It's the most important, highest form of love. It doesn't matter what, because when I love myself, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. As again with that song, I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words won't bring me down. I like that pop song because I was considered an outcast, you know, a pariah, a pariah. And I did not commit no crime. I was a goody two-shoe. I just had my own unique style. I just had to do things on my own. Or it was because I simply didn't want to be bothered. And they think they thought I was being stuck up. But it doesn't matter what they think. It's painful to be rejected. Because I wrote that song, I'm Over You, about somebody who rejected me for who I was. They thought I was too way out. I am considered because of my podcast and because of, you know, the way I live is pretty normal. But for them, it's not. I was considered too way out and too crazy, too outlandish, and just simply uh, too bizarre for people to understand in my environment or so on. And I was, I, I, but I was like, I was treated like that when I was young. They thought I was too bizarre to way out and to this and then I realized they're ignorant. I'm not that at all. I don't think I'm that unique. That's why I had to self affirmation to love thyself. And you had to love yourself too, whoever's listening to this podcast. So criticism of my songwriting singing, that's their opinion. It doesn't determine my destiny to be a success. Criticism of me as a person uh, I have to ignore. When I was younger, I, I was evolving to try to find thyself. It really is them. So when they criticize me, something's wrong with them, not me. But really, self-love is the highest form of love. That's the most important love on this planet. Because if we don't have ourselves, we can't have anything else. So I have to love myself as much as possible because the truth is, I got to love myself first before I can love anyone else. Because I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words won't bring me down. And I leave it there. And I'm going to play that song because it's really good. It's a pop song. You've probably heard it. I wasn't aware of it, but when I listened to look at the lyrics to it and being a fellow lyricist and a composer, it really it hits home, especially for, you know, people who feel alienated in a society. 
I was treated like an outcast a lot in the society. But I had to validate myself and I can overcome all that ignorance and 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 harassment and torture or any type of discrimination or whatever by feeling good about myself and standing up for myself because I can do anything just like you can because we're all equal on this planet. Good day, good night. From Dove Night. Yeah. 